Success Movie Rewind. We're looking at movies through a personal development lens, seeing what we can learn. Here's your host, Alex Stevens. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Success Movie Rewind. I'm your host, Alex Stevens. We're going to do what we do every week, folks. We're going to watch a movie. This week, it's Legally Blonde, Reese Witherspoon's 2001 comedy classic, where a beautiful sorority queen who is not taken seriously as an intellectual force uh, gets dumped by her boyfriend on his way to Harvard Law School so that he can find a more suitable, serious mate as he enters politics. She follows him, defying the odds to Harvard Law School, gets in somehow, and on the way learns that there's more to life. There's more to her than her looks. There's more to life than chasing after some guy. There's more to life than becoming who people want you to be. And it's, in that way, the perfect personal development movie. So I was really excited to watch it this week. I loved it. And I hadn't seen it before, but I felt like I had because I worked with a woman who was very much kind of a a post-L Woods woman living in a post-L Woods world. And I could tell how much the movie meant by one time at lunch. Um, Like this woman really was like L Woods in her video essay, like enlisting her strengths. She's like, I can recall important facts at the drop of a hat. And then her friend's like, what's up with days of our lives? And she's like, yeah, it's, it's at this point in the narrative. Oh, Hope is, uh, you know, struggling with her new identity, which awesome line in the script, by the way, obviously has a lot to say about what's going on with Reese Witherspoon's character development. But this woman I'm saying that I'm talking about that I worked with was also like that. Like she, that's how I got into Taylor Swift was, uh, like one, she would just tell me everything that was going on with Taylor Swift. Uh, I love song lyrics and stuff. So hearing about the different connections there, started checking it out. She's one of my favorite songwriters now. So I think stuff like that. Taylor is another woman who, because she's blonde, uh, doesn't always get taken seriously, but, or she does. I mean, she's a a commercial force, but artistically, I mean, I spend time in music studios. I've heard people say like, get that Taylor Swift stuff out of here, like about like commercially sounding pop music. And I, I will jump in every time. I'm a Taylor defender. I'm a white knight for Taylor Swift. I'm like, I think she's one of the best songwriters ever. I, she's so good. Uh, and I think the ability to reach more people is a good thing. And a lot of those comments come from a place of like, I wish I could do that. I really do feel that way. Uh, a lot of the people that don't mess with Taylor also, I find uh, the male version of that is like, get that the weekend. They don't like the weekend. It's like, that's easier to see the jealous there when it's a a dude talking. But I think like these movies, the people that have the ability to touch the humanity common to us all are as great, if not greater artists than people with technical proficiency that appeal to the people that are highly into, you know, the, the art form. So, you know, like the cinephiles versus people who watch movies on TBS. I like to live in both worlds, but this movie was on the TBS app when I watched it and it was perfect for that. I like the commercials coming on. I watched it in the morning, went and made my coffee, had an English muffin, made my little notes for this episode during the breaks. It was great. So I recommend that however you want to see it, it's a great movie, but this woman 
gave me like she l woods out about l woods she was just like well blah, blah, blah. she was like she was better than me at summarizing movie plots although actually worse because it took her like 45 minutes so i know i've always kind of felt like i saw the movie because of that lunch but watching it i was like wow l woods really meant a lot to this lady because she kind of like you know there's a meme when someone dies on twitter you're like whoever it was that that person taught me it was okay to be weird you know, like some artist, like uh, Lou Reed died. Oh, he taught me it was okay to be weird. You know, I, I don't mean to mock that. Everybody has their own version of that. But that's the thing about Twitter is it kind of lays bare that it's not that special to have a connection to a celebrity that died. Anyway, that's just your social media side of the week. Uh, but it is in service of the point that I think Elle Woods taught this woman that it was okay to be fashionable and still be a very intelligent lawyer that people take seriously, which she was. Um, and so it, it really is, it's a great movie. Um, and so that brings me to our first point. Our first success movie maxim of the week, uh, is to be serious about being yourself. Okay. Be serious about being yourself, whether or not other people take you seriously. I'm not so naive to say it never matters. It's good to be aware of how people view you, but don't put too much stock in it. And just because other people don't take what you think is interesting seriously doesn't mean you can't take it seriously. If you're interested in it, take your special interest seriously. Be serious about being yourself. Uh, and I really like that. You know, we often hear it's better to be a first rate version of yourself than a second rate version of somebody else. But what can be tempting or, or what can be difficult there is when a second rate version of somebody else, you're like still the best version of that. You know what I mean? Like uh, not to brag, but I am a good lawyer. Um, but I've taken time out in my life and I'm back in the working world, but I'm different from the way I was. And I know in talking to some people and people I worked with have, have asked me if I would like to come back um, because I was a good lawyer and it can feel like wasted potential to leave things on the table. And so when we get to our audio clip and I'll play it in a second, but you see Elle struggling or her parents struggling because uh, it's not like Elle Woods is just some rando. She's a beautiful woman. She's the president of her sorority. She's the most popular girl on campus. Uh, that opens a lot of doors that you don't need to go to law school for. So the same way, like, I don't need to be doing this podcast. I could just go work at a law firm and make a lot more money in terms of hour by hour. You know, obviously I get paid by, to do this podcast and it's thrilling every week to do it. Uh, I can't believe that I get paid to do it. I love doing it. Um, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't view that as a, it's not really a sacrifice. You know, there's this line on the Black Panther soundtrack, this song by Georgia Smith. That's like, when you know what you've got, sacrifice isn't that hard. And I think that's true. It like barely, it doesn't really feel like a sacrifice uh, to the extent someone thinks I'm not serious as a lawyer because I talk about Marvel movies publicly too much. Um, but it can feel like a struggle, uh, you know, so Elle deals with that in her parents. So let's listen to, or with her parents. So let's listen to that clip and then we'll come back and, uh, we'll talk about how you deal with these kinds of transitions uh, of identity when, uh, the people around you don't exactly see your path to success. So first let's listen. This is a classic clip, uh, from it's, it's oft quoted, 
uh, among legally blonde heads. It's oft quoted, I will tell you, among women who went to law school. They love bringing it up. Um, and I think it's because, you know, obviously these women went to law school, so they, I think they kind of like having it both ways. And you'll see why when we hear the clip. So here it is. L? Law school? It's a perfectly respectable place, Daddy. Honey, you were first runner-up at the Miss Hawaiian Tropics contest. Why are you going to throw that all away? Going to Harvard is the only way I'm going to get the love of my life back. Oh, sweetheart, you don't need law school. Law school's for people who are boring and ugly and serious. And you, Button, are none of those things. All right, so... You know, it's it's nice to be told that you're not boring, uh, but it's not nice to be told that you're not serious, and it's not nice to feel like people don't take you seriously. And uh, I know that it can be hard. Um, I do think in the post-Elwoods world, there is, I don't know if it's just because I worked in labor and employment law that has more women, but there is definitely a path for beautiful blonde women to succeed in the in the world of law firms. Um, I think to the point that uh, people who don't meet those criteria have a point that there's, there's some value to bias training, but there's, or to, you know, examining your biases. Uh, but that also goes both ways because um, a lot of women have trouble being taken seriously still because they are beautiful or because, you know, they look a certain way uh, or because they're women at all. Um, and I think Elle is such an inspiring figure there because she, she does take it to heart. I mean, there's a line in the movie where she says, my parents don't even understand me. But our second movie maximum of this, of this week, and one point that I just really love about Elle, this character, is that she's so tenacious. She approaches everything with dogged determination. There's such a funny montage of her taking and studying for the LSATs, uh, this, this standardized test that you have to take before you go to law school, which I think are on the way out. I don't know how they'll do montages in the future, but um, it's great. This movie has great montages. But, um, you know, it's hard when people don't believe in you or when you don't have models, you know, my parents are attorneys. So I was very lucky, you know, obviously that's just a, a position of luck to end up in growing up uh, compared to a lot of people's situations, um, at least in many factors. But uh, it's also luck because I went to law school and it never once occurred to me that this is like a thing that people can't do or maybe I can't do it. You know, if anything, I was probably too confident because I've just seen lawyers all my life, the broad spectrum of them. I was very confident that I was smarter than the dumbest ones I had met. Um, but I also saw people that had never really met a lawyer before and they were in law school. And I, I'm even now taken aback by the courage that must take like I don't know I'm not comparing myself to them but like I don't have any uh, professionally creative people in my family and so anytime I venture into one of those worlds I'm learning I'm I don't I'm not like oh yeah this is I know about this because this is my family business um, and I think about that a lot when I think back to law school, like that's how people felt about this super serious 
not just people goofing around in a music studio, which is not super different from what I'm doing right now, um, except there are just more effects on top of it. But like you're dedicating three years, you're competing with people to whom this is second nature uh, and who have, you know, connections that they're born into. And, you know, what must it take to get you to that point? I, it's, it's great. It, it really is. It's an astounding level of courage and just ambition that I applaud. Um, and I, I think about people like that and how do people like that succeed? You know, I love working for success magazine and appearing on the success podcast because you never run out of material. You can always be like, what is success? And there's like another way to talk about it because it really, to me, it, it comes down to, it's like a mindset. It's about finding, you know, contentment with where you are, but also of course about, you know, see, see, I'm doing it again. But you see what I'm saying? But um, one thing I like about Elle is that she really embodies to me our second movie maxim this week, the principle that success is a skill, okay? It, it's a mindset. It's a way of looking at things, of course. But it's also really, it really is a skill. And I, I think about this when I was a young lawyer I uh, was working on a case with an attorney who left the big law firm I was working at to go to a different uh, firm that was structured somewhat differently. Uh, and this person had really come up in our firm and spent most of his career there. And uh, younger attorneys went with this group as well. And I remember kind of just saying like, are you guys nervous? You know, you've done so well here. As we talked about, you know, are you giving something up, you know, to get something? How do you calibrate the trade-offs? And he said, well, everyone on my team, this is what I told them, without putting the hard sell on them, um, the, the traits that led you to be successful where you are will lead you to be successful where you go. Because the traits include the ability to intelligently evaluate opportunities and to figure out what forces to bring to bear on them. And that really struck with me. You know, I've been fortunate to evaluate opportunities since then. And um, there always is a little, for me, some trepidation. Am I going to be up to the task? Is it possible that I've just been lucky uh, to this point and the, the people I'm working with right now just like me, but I don't realize that... I'm not that special and I'm going to fall flat on my face, you know? And I think back and this guy was right, by the way, every, he's been successful and everyone he took with him or everyone that went with him has been successful. But, uh, it's because success is a skill and L really does that. I mean, I don't know. She started out with like a 140 something and ended up with uh, Harvard law school, 170 something score. I don't know. I think you would probably get a call from the federal trade commission. If you advertised your LSAT prep courses, having those kinds of results typically, but it really does show like, I don't know. I, I, I have mixed feelings about standardized testing because I was kind of an idiot as a kid. So like Al Woods, standardized testing allowed me to be taken seriously where I didn't present as someone who was really like a, a serious academic person, but there are also barriers to entry. So I get that, but whatever it is, if you've succeeded before, you can think back about how did that happen? And it always comes down to some combination of observation and planning and execution. And it, among all of those is a thread of flexibility and intelligence 
and sticking to your values, um, that, that really is the skill of success. And so you, you can watch L do that. And that's why I love, you know, there's something to me that's so motivating about being underestimated. I like not being taken seriously sometimes. I mean, it upsets me sometimes. Um, as a lawyer, sometimes, you know, I look to young uh, I'm not saying this to brag. I mean, old guys would say that to try to like uh, intimidate me or to in insinuate or in to intimate that they weren't taking me seriously, to which I say, keep it coming, man. You know, I mean, <laughs> you know, you still have to answer the questions in the deposition. Uh, but anyway, so I just, I love this moment and I know that legally blonde heads do. So I kind of had to clip it. It's just such, it's that great moment of she's flexing on her ex, man. Um, so, you know, she's, people claw their whole lives to get into Harvard Law School. And I saw this, uh, you know, in the job competition also, uh, people like, or in the, when the exams get back being like, wait, why, why did you, why is your grade better than mine? I, you're, you don't seem smart. Uh, and I'm not talking about myself. Some of the smartest people in our class really, even I, I I'm part of, I'm guilty of what I'm describing. I was like, really? Uh, but that's what I'm saying. Don't sleep on people just cause they don't, they're not interested in the things that code as smart. Doesn't mean that they don't have what it takes to be successful. If you look at these people's lives, you can see they succeed at just about everything they do because of that broad, anti-fragile, broadly applicable skill set. So here's the moment of, you know, what you can do once you're, you have that success skill set. Uh, things don't get hard. You just get better at them. You know, the weights don't get heavier. You get stronger. The test doesn't get harder. You get smarter. Uh, and then you get to have cool L. Wood, Woods moments like this one. So this is where L is first reunited with uh, her terrible ex, Warren, who has been underestimating her for not being as smart as him the whole movie. L? Warner? Uh, I totally forgot you go here. What are you talking about? Uh, I, I'm sorry, are you here to see me? No, silly. I go here. You, you go where? Harvard. Law school. You got into Harvard Law? What, like it's hard? Oh my gosh, Warner, it's gonna be so great. I'm planning this great mixer. You totally have to help me. I'm thinking like a luau or maybe like casino night. This is gonna be just like senior year except for funner. <laughs> Oh, uh, time to go. I have to go to class, but um, meet me after on the benches, okay? All right, bye. You have, I love the like it's hard. It's so funny. I'm, I was cracking up listening to that again. <laughs> Reese just sells it so well. I, it rules. I <laughs> anyway. So that, but that's what you can do when, when you've, when you've got the skills, the broader skills, uh, you can have the confidence to, to know that it, it's not a matter of whether you will succeed. It's a matter of where you are choosing. You're like LeBron. Where am I taking my talents? You know, because wherever I go, I know that those talents include the talents to succeed. So that brings us to our third point this week, our third success movie, Maxim. And the way I think about it, you know, this episode, I feel like, you know, long story short, obviously Elle becomes the best law student. Uh, she learns a lot about herself on the way. And there's all kinds of, you could do all kinds of success movie rewind episodes because 
the script has all these cool legal terms and Latin terms that you can just kind of talk about that give us a lot to think about. Um, but one of them, or I think the, the main one, I think that is really helpful. So to the, or excuse me, that is really helpful to the question posed by our previous point. Okay. So you know how to succeed. You have the skills. Where do you go? Where do you take your talents? That's a real question. Not only in terms of like your ROI, uh, but your values, um, and your life in in the day to day, how are you going to spend your time? And, uh, you know, where do you want to succeed and how do you want to succeed? Or maybe that's another way of saying what actually is success going to be for you next? And so that brings us to our third success movie maxim, which is that reason is worthless without passionately felt personal values, okay? Reason is worthless without passionately felt personal values. And for our clip, I'm just cutting to the chase. We're going to listen to L. Woods uh, give the graduation speech in a minute. Um, but I, I, what I really liked about it, it's not like super funny or anything like that. She just sums it up really well in about, they only give you like 90 seconds to make a movie graduation speech. Um, But before we get to that, one of the legal terms that I liked in the movie is the distinction between what the law professor refers to as the malum prohibitum and malum in se, okay? So to break down the Latin, uh, malum means bad, and so prohibitum means like something that's prohibited, Whereas in say means like in and of itself, okay? So in the movie, they, they kind of, you know, it's a movie. It's not a law lecture. So I'm not saying this as a complaint. But, you know, they compress it and they make it more thematic for the plot point about whether there's a guilty client or not, I think. But I also think it's like a good thematic point for the movie because that's really what values are all about is sort of deciding – what is good to you and what is bad to you. And uh, so anyway, like a malum prohibitum is like if you're in England and you're driving on the quote unquote wrong side of the road, right? Because in the United States, you know, we drive on opposite sides of the road and it is against the law to drive against the flow of traffic. But that doesn't mean that if you are on a desert island and you there was a road on it, you would somehow be doing something morally wrong. It's not malum in se. It's not bad in and of itself. Or like in a zombie apocalypse movie where the characters are like on the empty road because everyone was leaving the city, but the other side of the road is empty. Uh, You know what I mean? Like say you drove on the wrong side of that road. It doesn't mean you're bad, whereas say you encounter a new group of zombie survivors, right? And you murder them. Or on the desert island, you murdered the person you find on the desert island. Well, there's no laws in the zombie apocalypse. There's no laws on the desert island. So that's not technically a malum prohibitum yet. Still a malum in se, because murder is wrong, you know? But then it's like you start thinking about that. And it's like I was reading, I can't even remember who it was that said this. But it's like, yeah, murder is wrong, except when it isn't. And then we call it warfare, right? 
Uh, and society kind of tells you that's not a malum in se. Uh, and so I think it's important, you know, to the values point that we seem to always end on, but that's because it's that important. And that's what it always comes down to is figuring out what you believe, who you are and betting on yourself and then executing that in the world, learning from it and continuing to do it better and better. To me, that's, that's as good a definition of success as you're going to get, or as I'm going to come up with this week. But, um, you have to decide it because everything is so wishy-washy all the time. Even a thing like murder is like you're going to have to decide when you're going to be a conscientious objector, so to speak. You know what I mean? So uh, L, you know, as always, if Reese Witherspoon would ho host this podcast, I couldn't even be mad at, you know, Success Magazine. I, I, would, I would step down. I wouldn't deny the world. Uh, the the genius of Al Woods delivering words of wisdom. And she does it so quickly. That's why I had to save it for last because if I started with this one, you know, everyone would just stop listening to the podcast because she says it all right here. So let's listen. Keep in mind, personally held values. We want passionately held, personally, you know, felt values because you've got to decide what's your malum and say. Follow the malum prohibita, of course, but, and even better, Decide what's your, your goodness in and of itself, your bonum in say. And I looked at this, I tried to find, has anyone ever actually defined that? Not really. Uh, everyone just kind of gestures to it or catalogs what other people have thought about it. But it always, it gets too hard to define in practice because you've got to decide it based on your situation. What's the highest good here? So we're going to listen to Al kind of tell us how to do it, take us home, and then stick around you know, like I said, uh, the meta story of this podcast is little things like developing the term success movie maxims, finally figuring out what to call those. And uh, success is a skill. I mean that. So I'm, I'm getting better at the audio editing. I got some comments that there was a little background noise in a previous episode. I apologize for that. But uh, I've got a little goof I'm excited about. So stick around, but let's let Al take us home, take us into the sounds of a, the closing credits of an early aughts uh, coming of age personal development movie. On our very first day at Harvard, a very wise professor quoted Aristotle. The law is reason free from passion. Well, no offense to Aristotle. But in my three years at Harvard, I have come to find that passion is a key ingredient to the study and practice of law and of life. It is with passion, courage of conviction, and strong sense of self that we take our next steps into the world, remembering that first impressions are not always correct. You must always have faith in people, and most importantly, You must always have faith in yourself. Congratulations, class of 2004. We did it! So like I said, that's really what it's all about. It, you've got to believe in yourself. You've got to believe in your personally held values. You've got to scrutinize them and feel them. And really, you can't reason your way through these tough problems. But we talked last week about the movie Inherent Vice, and it's got this great line, thinking comes later, which I remind myself of all the time. You've got to feel things first, 
and then sort of reason your way through them. And that's why I agree with L, you know. Aristotle didn't quite get it right. That and slavery, he was also wrong on that, you know. That's two, two strikes. Aristotle's, he's on my list. But uh, it, it really is, that's what it's about, you know. The, it's uh, about figuring out what success means to you, serving your definition of the good, and... Uh, you know, becoming who you're meant to be along the way. So for me, that includes becoming an excellent audio engineer. Maybe one day I'll be able to process my voice um, so that you, you can't tell that, it, that I'm messing. Maybe I could like deep fake uh, movie quotes or something like that. But, you know, I just I appreciate y'all bearing with me. I appreciate y'all sticking around for the personal development discussions. Uh, they mean a lot to me. And I appreciate y'all sticking around for this episode. I hope you come back next week. But in the meantime, I just want to do a, a little combo shout out from Elle Woods and I to, to just say that... Uh, Congratulations. Success Movie Rewind audience for the Legally Blonde episode, class of 2022. We did it! All right, folks. Thank you very much. Enjoy your summers. Good luck. You're lost. <laughs> I, I'm trying to continue the bit like we, we're all graduating from law school. But seriously, have a good week. Thank you for stopping by. It was a pleasure as always. I hope you can say the same. See you next week. That's a wrap. If you like what you hear, leave a five-star review and tell your friends. This has been a success podcast. Head to success.com slash podcast to hear more just like it.